This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules Today, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how kroger brand products taste or you get your money back so next time you're shopping for the family look for delicious kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning shop now in store or online Kroger, fresh for everyone. I got this feeling that I've been here before. I got this feeling that I've been here before. Here we go again. And we're rolling. We know parenting is back. You thought it wouldn't be, but it is. Yeah. Everyone thought this podcast was just going to end abruptly after last week, but it didn't. Peter McNerney here. (laughs) Beth Newell here. (laughs) Reporting. Reporting live from Parenthood. Um, Hey, are you new to the podcast? If you are, um, that's who we are. We are parents. We're married. (laughs) We have children. We stopped explaining this a long time ago. But uh, for those of you who... Maybe this is the, for those of you just joining us. This is the part of the podcast where we ramble into a vague intro of our parenting podcast. We have a five-year-old named Bryn. He's nuts <laughs> this week, and Maven is three, and she's a goof. Yeah. Maven's Maven's embracing her goofhood this week. Would you really, say she's a goof? She's always been a goof. Yeah, but she's. She's a self-aware goof. So there's a lot of silly dances. There's a lot of farts. There's a lot of look yeah. at me. Well, Is that funny? It's costume season as well as Scorpio season. Well, they, so, go, they go hand in hand. Everyone's really in did, a mood. Did you notice what's on this chair over here? What? Is it permanent marker? What? No. Maven has uh, tucked in several of her stuffed animals under her blankie. Oh. She's really into taking care of things and putting them to bed. This is really new for her to like play with dolls in a real in like an affectionate girly way. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it seems on schedule. She's going to get a baby cousin, and she's going to be like, "I'm the mom." I mean, yeah. She's is we've talked about this a million times, but you know we didn't we didn't partic- particularly give her girly stuff. She found it, and she found pink, and it's her identity. She s- seeked it out, but she hasn't really ever been that into the like stereotypical like mom toys, like baby dolls and kitchen sets. Like she's not like obsessed with like. It's true. Performing womanhood. She, oh, that's true. She, I mean, she's obsessed with unicorns and pink and princesses. Yeah. Uh, but that's true. So the baby thing is new. The baby thing is new. 
And but she's she's actually more she has been doing that with animals for a while. Like stuffed animals, she'll be like, I'm the doctor. She did she gave me a very convincing uh portrayal of a doctor when she was playing with her Doc McStuffins veterinarian set and mm-hmm. with the animals and she would take like the blood pressure thing and like put it on very carefully and she was like giving me a checkup and she was just so calm and casual casual about it in a way where I was like this is exactly how a nurse is in the room. <laughs> oh yeah. She was just like mm, and I just have to tap this on the side of your face and like but it was like <laughs> Not um, real doctor checkup stuff she was doing, but it all felt very like she plays convincing. for herself, yeah. <laughs> and Bryn plays f- to the room. Yeah, <laughs> boy, Bryn has—he's at just peak argument. Everything is an argument. He's been a little bit of a nightmare this week. I'm like, oh, I was like, well, there's a bathroom in your classroom, right? And he's like, no. There's no bathroom in my classroom. I'm like, well, I've been there. I've seen it. He goes, your teacher said that there was a bathroom in the classroom. He goes, um, she was kidding. Daddy, there's no bathroom in the classroom. Ugh. School is so boring. He's been cranky. He's been saying school is boring. I was telling a friend, they were like, someone was talking about how mean their kid is to them, which is like, everyone says that, but like, when kids are like really mean, the things they find to say are like so cutting. And Bryn was, I was laughing about it because I was like, where did you come up with this? But the, like yesterday, I was trying to get him to brush his teeth or something. And he was like, you're a bad mommy. He's like, you're like, he basically was like, you're a bad mother. Like, and it was like, I cannot believe you came up with that. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty simple thing to say. I know, I know, but it just like feels so cutting. <laughs> like, I was, I was hanging you don't when know I, this is my greatest fear. When I was hanging out with my friend in L.A. a couple weeks ago, her daughter, who is Maven's age, turned like to her, like in the middle of playing, was just like, Mommy, I can't stop. And then she like continued, she like went on and like did something else. We were like, whoa, that was like chilling. Like she just like out of nowhere, it was connected to nothing. She was just thinking about time <laughs> and growing. I can't stop, Mommy. So I shall continue. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so Maven, <laughs> did I tell you this? A couple nights ago, I don't know. We we're getting ready for bed, and Maven comes running in. I'm I'm getting I'm pulling out some jammies because they're obviously not taking the initiative. And Maven comes running into the room completely naked, and she goes, "Daddy, Daddy!" And she leans down and just opens up uh, everything down there and goes, what's this bump? And I had to, without laughing in a straight face, say, um, that's your clitoris. And she went, what? <laughs> and laughed at me and shook her head and walked out of the room. <laughs> I'm impressed that you dealt with it so calmly. I was like, well, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to treat this like it's a funny thing. Because <laughs> it's yeah, she'll... you don't want to give any way to the moment where they're like, "Is it funny if I show off my genitals to the room?" Like, you don't want to create any sort of like, reaction. I'm not going to give that. you any reward. I'm going to give you a very clinical. <laughs> I didn't say it serious. I didn't say it goofy. I just said it, and she could feel that there was something like naughty about it. She had well, a mischievous yeah, look. She's very into like talking about her butt lately. Oh my god. Have you uh, seen her butt? Because she's happy to show it to you <laughs> and any other part of her. Um, okay, so my funniest Maven moment of the weekend was she had been in the other room playing with the scissors and she walked into the kitchen and goes, um, my hair looks a little bit cutted. <laughs> and of course she had cut her bangs. Luckily she only cut like the tiniest piece of her bangs. For clarity, these are like the safety scissors. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, she had been cutting paper with like like kid scissors and she's actually very careful with that sort of thing. So I, but I was like, I cannot leave these out now because she's, they're, they're both just like fiends. Like you never know what we they're up to. We can't let them have pens anymore. Ugh, they, you see what they did at that antique table? The more I tell them about 
how permanent markers are not for them, the more they, they crave permanent markers every second of the day. Daddy, I need a Sharpie <laughs> to write um, my name on this thin piece of paper on so, top of yeah, this vulnerable we're gonna need, desk. We're going to need to get like a lockbox or something for literally everything we own. Um, Let's just, oh, Beth, we could put them in a lockbox. <laughs> I mean, seems more practical. Yeah. Oh, so then I was like, I was like, oh, Maven, don't, you're not supposed to, kids are not supposed to cut their hair. And I hadn't even seen the damage yet. I was just like, you can't do that. And she burst into tears <laughs> so passionately. She had been really tired. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, it's okay. Dad, I had to like comfort her. She's so sensitive. She was so, she felt so guilty. I do think she was just, I think there's a part of her that she was like, my beautiful hair. <laughs> What have I done? <laughs> I had well and then cuz she also her face was like covered in chocolate like inexplicably I, like she was <laughs> Did like Did you give her chocolate? No, I don't know. She had like ch- that there's that chocolate hummus from Trader Joe's around. Yeah, that I don't that that makes me nervous. No, chocolate it's, hummus. It's like, I can't wrap my brain around chickpeas it's and just chocolate. Chickpeas, it's like they're eating beans. That's good for them. But chocolate. Yeah. I didn't try it. Beans. Um but anyway, so she was so upset, and then I calmed her down, and yeah. And here we are. And here we are. Um, we uh, went to a big event this weekend. Should we talk about it? A very big event. <laughs> big deal, you guys. Halloween is this Thursday. Yeah, okay. So for those of you who don't live in Westchester County, New York, there is something called the great jack-o'-lantern blaze sometimes and called just the pumpkin blaze sometimes called the pumpkin blaze if you're brin and you want to correct your daddy when daddy says jack-o'-lantern blaze but you go, no, what you daddy, need to know blaze. is that when it comes to westchester this is like the event of the year like this is the place <laughs> let us set the scene for you there is nothing more important to Westchesterans. If you're a mom, a dad, a kid in Westchester. A living, breathing human being. You got to be seen at the blaze. The blaze. <laughs> so the blaze is where they carve, I I think it's like over a thousand pumpkins. got to be. Their claim to fame is that these are all hand-carved pumpkins, which means they're not all living pumpkins. Some of them are hand-carved like plastic. foam pumpkins foam something i mean the, don't get us wrong the there's a tremendous impressive. number of very real pumpkins yeah they, it's impressive and they have you know they have different gimmicky pumpkins dinosaur pumpkins. okay i just want to pause right here and admit that so far how we've described it doesn't sound cool but just wait if you were to behold the spectacle of pump pumpkins and mass lit before you through a child's eyes who's witnessing them in the dark, a child who never stays up at night. <laughs> and we're also talking about tremendous lighting design up into the trees. Tremendous. It's tremendous. They have, uh, this, so this is in Croton-on-Hudson, which is near Sleepy Hollow, so it's like the home so it's haunted. of the Headless Horseman, basically. And near where Bryn was born. And so they have a path of pumpkins that leads deep into the woods where you just look spookily down this creepy path it's very it's very autumnal it is aggressively autumnal (laughs) it's also set on a historical site where i do think a ghost tried to get into my body at one point well sure of course but it's the historical buildings it's very spooky so anyway these pumpkins they build a giant replica of the brooklyn bridge out of pumpkins they make a statue of liberty out of pumpkins they have big creepy jack-in-the-box made out of pumpkins and then a giant scary jack-o'-lantern pops out of it and scares our kids they have every zodiac sign uh (laughs) fully created in pumpkins um they have so i think we've painted a picture for you Mm. of how amazing it is and every section has a pumpkin pun based name but I got to say, my greatest achievement of the weekend was that they said the pumpkin bridge for the Brooklyn Bridge. And I was like, that's the lamest. They couldn't have gone with the Gord Washington Bridge. Or the Pumpkin Z Bridge. Is that what you said? No, no. Hold on. We are going to let everybody applaud for my joke because they're... They're all 
falling over in their seats, hold for applause. Hold for applause for the Gord Washington Bridge. Okay. I was I was really, really trying hard to think of a good pumpkin pun for a bridge, and when I came up with that one, I was like, "We can go home now. I feel good." We did it. I just needed to stop the podcast to underline that joke. Um, and uh, we went with your sister and her friend, and it was delightful. It was great. We really so we went to a restaurant beforehand. Where our kids were insane and literally trying to like throw their glasses around on the table. We <laughs> were you proud of me? So we gave them phones. Which yeah, is, which is like a big thing we don't do. But you know what? That's why we don't give them phones. So that when we have to, it really works. Yeah. Well, this is really like underlying my theory that most of the time when they're being horrible, they're like starving and tired. Like mm-hmm. they're just. Because we were on the way to dinner and they were so fine in the car. And then as soon as we sat down and I had snacks in the car ready to give them, but they didn't want them. But it was like, it was something about the second we sat down, they just snapped into like rage starving monsters. And they were like, let's try to throw our glasses around on the table. (laughs) This is what's so, you know, I, I picked them up most days. And when we pick them up from after school, you know, it's, you know, five o'clock. It's the worst hour. It's when they're the most upset. They're tired. They're hungry. And yeah. so it is every day we're learning to hate each other. Well, I think if we had better work-life balance, we could pick them up at like <sighs> then, 445. Okay. Make a trillion dollars and then we'll do it. And you'll be a house husband? Yes. I would love that. We've talked about this before. I'm I'm halfway there. Can just just make a million you, dollars. You want to be like maybe part time husband, like part time. I am part time husband. Part time dad. Um, no, I don't want to be a full house husband. I have too many things to do. But uh, maybe just for a few months. I'd like, like to a sexy role play. Ooh, yeah, that I will do. Hey, honey, sorry, I gotta run out and. Get some new uh, wipes. There's like a movie version of this where you we you lose a job and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to be house husband. And I'm like, you know what? Go for it. And it's like smooth sailing for like five weeks. And then you just crash. It, and bur- you're like, yeah, I can't. This is called Mr. Mom. <laughs> I made this movie in 1986. <laughs> That's my guess. Never seen it. Um... Anyway, boy, our pumpkins are ablaze. Can I say something? The best thing I've learned from the pumpkin blaze. The best thing. The jack-o'-lantern blaze is uh, don't cut the top of your pumpkin. You know, people you always cut the top out. You, and you scoop it out from the blaze. Yeah, because I just realized none of them have holes on the top. Everyone, all of them there, they cut a hole in the bottom. Uh, and so I was like, that's a good idea. We cut the bottom out, scooped it out. And then the little piece that it creates, I dug a little circle into it. That's a perfect size for the little tea, uh, candles, tea can, what is it called? Are they called tea candles? A uh, tea light. Tea light. Yeah. Um, and then that fits right in there. Then you light that and then you just put the jack lantern on top of it. So you don't have to light it. And then stick your hand down and burn your hand. Have I talked on the podcast about my neighbor across the street growing up and how obsessed she was with Halloween? No. Um, I had a neighbor across the street who was, when I was a kid, she was probably like 50-something, which seemed very old, but she, you know, she wasn't. Yeah. Um, And she was obsessed with Halloween and she was a witch every year and she would decorate her whole front yard with like strobe lights and like black lights and she'd have like a witch over a cauldron with like steam coming out of it. So far she sounds fun. She's great. And like, and she'd like make something new every year and have gravestones and like hands coming out. And like, so I'd go over while she was setting up and I'd like check it out. And I was like... I'm sure I thought I was like very mature and I'd be like, oh yeah, what are you doing this year? Like I was, you know, like, oh, hey, Kath, I'd be Yard's like, yard's looking good this year. 
and you know I love crafts, so I was always just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should probably do it that way. Like, I was, yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, very invested. And I, so I f- now still feel like Halloween is one of the few holidays where I'm like, I understand really going all out for this holiday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Should we go all out? This- I this It makes me wish I had a house because... My friend was Ugh. buying like a fall wreath and I was like, there's nothing about our apartment that is worth decorating for the public. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what? The idea of having a house on Halloween made me more excited than any other time you've, you've suggested or put the picture in my head of us. If I a had a house for Halloween, it would be definitely like cobwebs and, Let's you know. Let's buy a house. But first we have to redo our bathroom. Oh. oh, yeah, that is the big news. Should we make a segment out of it? Yeah, let's do a segment. We'll be right back with renovation news. <laughs> Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And now it's time for We Knows. We Knows Renos. We Knows Renos. I was going to say, We Knows how expensive it is to fix the leak in your shower when it expands into a full bathroom renovation. I liked my title better. New, um, new, your title <laughs> has a better chance of being reused okay. than mine. So we've decided for various reasons, <laughs> including the fact that everything in our bathroom is falling apart. Including the reason we, our hand has been forced. We've decided to renovate our bathroom in our apartment, in our apartment which only has one bathroom. So, so when we moved in, the shower was the least um, not disgusting. No, it looked kind of gross. The least not disgusting. That's a double negative, right? Is the grossest. When we moved in, our shower had like black grout, like moldy grout that it, it appeared to be uncleanable, but has since slowly worn away through three, five years of cleaning. Yes. But the windowsill, the corner of it was rotted away, which is yeah. like it was soft. So the windowsill's rotted away, and then there was a a soap. Uh, a soap holder, a soap dish built into the tile, which at some point got ripped off the wall of. You put your the foot shower. on it, shaving your legs. Is that true? I don't remember. It's I possible. think that's what you told me. It's not sure, your fault. Blame it on me. No, it's not your fault. It was not installed. 
securely. So at one point, I pulled the entire windowsill out, um, and I cut out the infected piece. And I was like, well, here's a temporary solution. And I pumped this thing full of caulk yeah. and sealed it all up as best as a YouTube video could teach me. And yeah. you know what? I did a pretty good job. Um, mm. But I did a job that lasted maybe th- two months <laughs> before it started. The paint started chipping and it's gross. Yeah, so our, that's been in various stages of decay. And then our toilets started running weird. No, and I fixed that. That is fixed. That officially. is temp- fixed, at least temporarily. We have another weird temporary fix going on. No, I got the perfect length on that chain finally. I don't know. That's why it's messing up. I stand by my toilet for a work. long time. Um, but downstairs then, neighbors it started leaking. We got a call from the super. But that part of that problem is that if you if our blinds are not closed in our shower, then water gets through the window somehow. Yeah, it leaks out to and, the wall, to through the brick wall on the outside of the building. And I don't even think our bathroom renovation budget includes a new window. That's one of the questions that is yet to be asked. The window is not the problem. It's the window sill, and I've talked to him specifically about it. We're getting a stone window sill. I don't think that's why it was leaking, though, because the days that our neighbor complained, the blinds were up. We'll get into it. I've I've been in there. The whole thing is full of holes. The whole thing is okay. Well, a anyway, mess. I hope everyone is who's listening is riveted by this. This vivid description of our decaying bathroom. But it was one of those things we brought in a guy, and he was like, I could patch this hole, this much money, but the whole wall is sort of crappy, so I can't promise I won't be back. And he's like, we could do the shower, and uh, of course we could do the whole thing. And at the time I was like, just give me a quote for the hole and maybe give me a quote for the shower. And then later on I was like, we're not going to do half a bathroom. No, you can't. Not with the tile covering like the whole bathroom. Yeah. So we got in a second guy who never emailed us back, which made it easy to decide on with going with the first guy. I I think listeners should write in and tell us how to redo our bathroom. Please give us tips because I feel sort of like I don't want to spend a ton of money on this, but I also want to like it to not be a crappy thing I have to live with forever. <laughs> you, we we did this in our old place and you designed it and you did an incredible job. I know, but what in retrospect, like our contractor was shitty and the materials the, could have been better. And like, there's a lot of things that I would do differently. I think it was only the contractor. It was like at least 80% the contractor. Yeah. But there was also like, like towel rods and stuff I bought where I was like, oh my God, why did I assume that this fancy, expensive restoration hardware stuff would be good? Because it's not. Restoration hardware is shit. (laughs) It's not all shit, but like it's. That couch that we bought that deteriorated so quickly. It's not always solid. And that lamp that we bought fell over and just snapped. In that couch's defense, like we really gave it a beating. Are those light fixtures from restoration hardware on the wall? No, those are from Pottery Barn, I think. Mm. Well, Bryn broke. We one have of those. very exquisite, diverse tastes. <laughs> we we run the gamut from Pottery Barn all the way to Restoration um, Hardware. Yeah, we talked about our Joybird couch. Still great, <laughs> still great. If you haven't listened to our Joybird episode, I don't remember if it's good, but we talked about Joybird. <laughs> That's where our couch is from. I love it. Anyway, if you're listening and you want to give us free stuff, we're always open to it. <laughs> really, this segment is called "Do You Knows How to Give Us a yes, Free Give Us Free Bathroom stuff. Fixture." Um, are, are you the owner A-Sync? of a warehouse full of subway tiles? No, but okay. Here's the questions that have yet to be answered that I am just dreading having to research. Is yeah. like we have a tiny bathroom. It the current sink is like not even a pedestal. It's just connected to the wall with a basin. So there's no cabinet or anything there. I think the responsible thing to do is always to add in like a cabinet under the sink so you can throw, like storage is good. the only spot in the bathroom where there is space. Right. But the research of finding 
a vanity that's small enough to fit in a space like that is like incredibly annoying. And then when you try to figure out if something's made of solid wood or like cardboard paper, you, they'll like never give you the details and you're like yeah. looking online, you know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, I have to run around to like 10 stores this weekend to see if this thing I'm looking at is like a piece of garbage. <laughs> Anyway, these are the things that I think about when I anticipate this very fun renovation. I want to help, <laughs> but you know what? And I will on the non-design things. I'll give you opinions, but you're better at it and uh, you're more particular. So if you want to send me places, send me places. I just don't even really know where to start at this point because I'm like, what do I even want this bathroom to look like? You know what I mean? I want like yeah. a vision and I don't want to do, try to do the same bathroom we did last time. Well, it was a really good bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you could sort of do it like that. It was fine, but like. You should do that color. Take that wallpaper out of there. Is this entertainment to hear us plan our renovation? Who who's has renovation <laughs> nightmare stories? Come on. Can yeah, you believe? I do want to hear. I feel this is what it feels like. The renovation feels like a trap, like for our marriage. Like it's just, you know, it's going to be stressful. Yeah. Well, we've already thought about it. <laughs> um, yeah. And we will continue. <laughs> Um, I was really, I really thought I was out of the, out of the weeds, <laughs> but with what, um, when I like passing the project on to you, I was like, all right, this went well and I was a little hasty, but it's uh, fine. Yeah. Um, um, here we are. Here we are. Here we are now. Should it. we just redo the whole place? What else would you redo in here, though? Like um, all of the floors, all the walls, all the things. Knock that wall down. Open it up. You know, all no, we need, all we need, we need is is a, not is down far walls. more money than we have. Knocking down walls is overrated. There's nothing like we could redo our kitchen, but it wouldn't like vastly increase the value. Like we we would do better by just stripping all the wallpaper in our kitchen and then like painting you know yeah well we, but who's gonna do that us never no because oh we could do wallpaper i was gonna say we can't afford to do anything except maybe barely this bathroom but anyway <laughs> are you a contractor do you want to do it for free and you're great and are a designer we you would know, probably contractors say yes. are location based and this podcast goes do you want to, to move to westchester to fix our bathroom if you say yes uh there's probably something wrong with you are you uh an independent small business owner who stands very little to gain by giving us free stuff i'll tell you what you will get a ton of free publicity to a very specific <laughs> to, to limited a non-targeted demographic to your <laughs> you know what there's probably a lot of people listening to this that could redo a bathroom or already have or are, are you about restoration it. hardware and you want to make amends for <laughs> the past we don't want to hear it because what you did was unforgivable <laughs> If you're Joybird and Joybird does bathrooms. What I want to hear from listeners is like dream scenario. Who should we be trying to get to sponsor this? Like Ikea? Who? Tell us. Our dream sponsor, Ikea. <laughs> well, you I know mean, I, I joke, like to but dream big. Ikea, if you want to. I really, you got great here's, meatballs. What, here's how you can tell I'm getting old is like really more than anything you're in the world. You're redoing a bathroom? All I can think about is I want the materials to be solid and not break in two minutes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's all. Once I started looking around and you, and you were like, we should get a heavier door for the bathroom. I was like, yeah, that would be good. And then I started looking at all of our doors and I'm like, shit. Now I hate all our doors. Well, I hate our doors, but I, what, I've i convinced myself to be okay with them because our kids haven't pinched their fingers in heavy doors. Oh, yeah. But it's, well, as I'm they really get invest, older... I'm really invested in our doors now that it took me a year and a half to replace all the doorknobs. I'm I just really hate that because they're so like not at all soundproof. So you just always feel like you're always in f close physical proximity to everyone in the apartment. And that's why I go as far away from you as possible <laughs> for your own good. <laughs> Talk.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This next segment is called. What is it called? You pointed at me. What is it called? You pointed at me to start talking after I started talking. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Knows. It's where we take questions and comments from you guys. I don't think I did, but that's fine. All right. Oh, my God. We got a voicemail, my darling. You ready to listen to it? Get, throw it at me. Here it comes. Hey, Beth and Peter. This is Elise from Baltimore. I love the podcast. I have a question for you. We have a three-year-old boy and a one-year-old girl. I'm looking for recommendations for books where boys do emotional labor and or girls get to be assholes. We have an older boy and a younger girl. I'm a stay-at-home mom. So we've got like a real heteronormative situation here. And for example, the little engine that could, the male trains all get to say, no, I'm too busy or I'm too old. I can't help out the, the broken down train. But then the female train comes along and is the hero. It's great that she's the hero, but I feel like there are lots of books where the boys get to be jerks and the girl has to be nice. So I thought you guys might be able to give some recommendations on this so we can shake up things in our household. Thanks, guys. Ouch. This podcast got me pregnant. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck the landing. Oh, that was a great ending. Boy, out of nowhere. If you don't know that inside joke, you're new to the new to the cast. <laughs> Ouch! This got me pregnant. Um. Okay. Um, um. Boy, this is a great question. This is a good question, and I wish I had a better answer for her. I'm actually scratching my head a little bit, about, but I, she she makes a really good point, which is that. Boys get to do fun, gross stuff in books, and girls don't. Um, you can see it. We've talked about this a little bit, but you can see it in media um, a bit. You know it. it when you, know you see, you, you know see a lot a good of book. What's that? Um, Sheila Ray the Brave, which is not new, but it's a classic. Oh yeah, it's, um, she's a mouse, right? Yeah, and she's like she's messing with cats and stuff. Like she's like yeah. Um, just, yeah, that like, well, what I was going to say is you see like the media of our childhood, the things that are, uh, there's a lot more, um, some movies and stuff where you'd see female characters being like, I don't want to fit into this, uh, this role, this like stereotypical female role. I'm going to break out of it. And all these like villains are like, women can't do things. 
Uh, and at the time, it was this like, oh, this that's a great inspirational message. But where we are now, I see things like that, and I will see Maven watch that. I'm like, don't even give her the idea that that's a normal thing to break away from. Let's just show me the characters that that are just living this. It, that's normal. That there's no. You don't need to break out of this role. We've done that, and now we're just telling a different story. And I'd love to hear from listeners um, about like what what books and movies um, are your your kids watching, reading, where that's the case. Where I mean, just I actually like I don't know I like some mo- movies like that where it's like a league of their own or whatever where it's like women coming together like we rarely get that like i actually think if anything sometimes what's limiting about that message is it like sort of puts it on women as if it was like our fault that we didn't like shake off the chains that are like (laughs) actively holding us back every step of the way you know like right yeah there's there's nothing wrong with that it's just those movies where let's just see a story that takes place in a reality where we don't have to if people women or anyone who's playing outside their typical stereotypical role doesn't even need to be commented on it's just let it be true yeah in some cases but i also think there should be movies about people being like hey we're directly experiencing oppression let's talk about it like sure. <laughs> it should like sure but i was thinking about like the kids the age that our kids are I think it's more beneficial to just let them seeing let them see everyone be treated the same. Yeah. Because if you give them the oh look, see this woman's being different, you're really giving them the message that right. there's something to fix. Right. You know, it's like Black Panther is a great example of what's so incredible about that movie is that uh, obviously the 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 themes and the commentary in that movie are incredible. But a big part that's hugely unique about it is just like this, uh, this, this fictional nation that's like the most advanced and uh, run entirely by uh, Africans. That's like a type of story and context that you don't see movies like that about. Yeah. Um, And so just to let that be normal is for a lot of people exciting and empowering. Yeah, I mean, I agree representation matters and is very important. But also, even within that movie, there exists structures of oppression. <laughs> it's true, it's true, it's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, um, but boy, let's think about it. Are there, what what things do they watch that are... Uh, well, she's asking about books. Yeah, yeah, that too. She... <laughs> I'm really like we have that book Hilda must be dancing, but I don't necessarily think dancing is like a boy activity. What I'm trying to think of other like it's hard to that's the problem. Part of the problem is it's hard to even think of like female centered media like in general sometimes like (laughs) if you narrow if you narrow it down beyond that, like uh, what I find sometimes (laughs) Just even in terms of like when I know someone who's like looking to make something in entertainment and they're like, oh, we're doing this thing. And then for whatever reason, it's like it's also supposed to be a woman in a role or uh, we're looking for someone who's Cuban or like they have some specific need. It's like suddenly everyone is scratching their head because they're like, I don't know. I haven't seen them because they're also looking for someone who's been gainfully employed doing that thing and has experience. Yeah. And then people are like, well, I can't think of a single person who anyone's let do that who goes by that description. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. There's also an interesting thing that happens in mostly in TV is what I'm thinking of, where there's a really good, healthy push to diversify um, entertainment uh, but you can see the ones where it's thoughtfully done and the ones where it's that like, oh, l- let's make a perfect blend of races and uh, and we don't actually give these characters personalities. Their personality is that they're uh, Asian, you know, 
Um, and right, seen the a lot of the, black guy. Or, and a, yeah. there's a lot of, uh, typically, most of them I think are like black characters who are like the doctor. Um, and they go like, oh, that's good. Let's give, let's give this, this character status. But they don't make character choices. They just go, oh, we gave him a high status profession. So there we go. We diversified. And that's like not as helpful as making this a real interesting textured character with personal character flaws uh, that has like a normal relationship with other people. So they're not defined by these uh, uh, traits. Well, and then that's like the whole other side of the representation coin is like you need to actually diversify the creator so that you have people making things in the first place that makes sense to be casting and hiring all these other people. Um, Yeah. Anyway, that was a long uh, tangent. But seriously, can you try to answer her question? Can you think of books that have women who act wild like all the examples i can think of is like okay there's like the shrek book but the the character i'm thinking of his like monster bride princess is like only there in the last like two pages of the book you know what we're reading right now is the twits um where they're both disgusting and deplorable um (laughs) I don't know what the message is on that one. The twits. You know, Roald Dahl, do you remember the twits? They're, they're just this couple that despise each other and they just pull pranks on each other. <laughs> and she, and he like, he adds like a thin little sliver of wood to the bottom of her cane every day to, so she starts to feel like she's shrinking. Uh, and then he put she puts worms in his spaghetti and then he eventually says you're shrinking we need to stretch you so he ties a million balloons to her and then just like sends her off into space this reminds me that Streganona is a pretty <laughs> good witchy character oh yes Stre- this is something Streganona. i was trying to think of this the other day it's like because maven is being a princess for halloween and i was like i feel like it's hard to get maven excited about witches because i can't think of any good age-appropriate media for a three-year-old that is a positive representation of a witch like there's mo- there's movies for older kids like hocus pocus like the witches the witches but like that would be too much for her to process it like was too much for me whenever i saw that i just want her to understand how cool witches are <laughs> i mean but there's gotta be a cartoon they? yeah they are okay just checking uh, is there a good good witch cartoon? All right, this segment is really just listeners answer this question. Um, <laughs> what I want to know: what is a good book that hits the checks these boxes? Um, well, she also asked for boys who performing emotional labor, which I feel like there definitely probably is some like eighties book about a boy like baking a cake with his mom or something. You know, like I'm sure there's something. <laughs> But There's I would plenty. love that book where that is true and it's and it's not even the point of the book. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's the Yeah. That's the best case scenario for me. Let <laughs> let the, the story be something else and just let that be true and the kids kids absorb that uh more. Cause you see the certain books that are like, This is this is gonna make this is the book to make your kids aware about uh, social whatever and they're rarely good books because they're heavy handed and they forget <laughs> to be interesting and have characters well, because they don't know how to use metaphor <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway um, yeah well I think people should write in and tell us th- I'm sure there's like thousands of books we forgot to mention um, we'd be happy to read those next time um, so yeah, let us know. That is n- not an answer. <laughs> All right, here's another listener note. This was this is actually a Facebook comment. Um, this comes to us from Bex, who says, "Hey Peter, this is in response, first of all, to something we got a remarkable number of emails about, which was 
are not fight about how much peanut butter is acceptable to leave in the jar before you throw it away. <laughs> um, so I threw away a jar of peanut butter um, that had an yeah. annoying amount of peanut butter to try to get out. You'd have to get a spatula to get into it. I didn't think it was worth it. Anyway, we talked about it on the podcast. Actually, Beth brought it up as some, as her being proud that she didn't bring it up. Okay. Which I get do appreciate it. Listener. But people comment. wrote in to primarily agree with you. Um, because they saw the photo evidence. Thank God I had as I was being once again I, gaslit on this podcast. I'm going to say, if you're crazy enough to write in to tell me that... There's enough peanut butter. Crazy enough. Then it's like, you're also the person that would waste time. To, I, I, oh, my God. I'm sorry that I just insulted the people that emailed in. You're right to feel the way Thank you, you feel. Thank you for validating my feelings. But I'm just, all everyone. I'm seeing is the hundreds of people who didn't need to write in because they are the same people that would throw it away. <laughs> oh, now, yeah. now it's a you fight. Mean the cowards like you, your brethren oh. who couldn't even write in to support you on this. Um, no, the people that on have, this meek battle. The people that have better things to do with their time <laughs> than save five cents in peanut butter. Okay. Hi, Peter. Here's a tip for you <laughs> heat up some milk, pour it into the jar of empty, quote unquote, empty peanut butter. Throw in some cocoa and your choice of sweetener. Pop the lid on and shake. Do this over the sink or it'll explode. Trust me on this one. And bam, not only have you made yourself a delicious peanut butter hot chocolate, but you've used up all the peanut butter in the jar. This also works for Nutella. And I'm not going to read the last part where she agreed with you. I love this tip. I love it. As much or more, I love it, and I want to do it. I'm. It's making me so hungry right now. I'm so mad <laughs> that we have two very full jars of peanut butter, <sighs> even more than I could tolerate throwing away. So we're going to have to wait. I'm definitely making Brynn peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the rest of the week. <laughs> Our children will suffer. So that we don't have to scoop peanut butter into a mug to make this happen. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, that is another option. <laughs> we could just make that. Okay. Well, thank you for that tip. It is right up our alley, clearly. I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say that's the best tip I've ever received in my entire life. And that's only mildly hyperbolic. I would say it's up there next to her second tip, which is... You could eat more peanut butter out of the jar. <laughs> you think that's second to? Oh use my the god! I don't care. I don't actually care. I don't. Uh, <laughs> here's one more quick one. Ready? <laughs> I love this. You know when you listen to a podcast, Beth, and you know the idiots talking are like yeah you know like that thing um oh what's it called uh oh what's it called and you're at home listening and you're like it's called this you idiots oh it's one of those things i gotta write in somebody had one of one of those moments and it was about our conversation about uh books where kids are lost in the wilderness Mm mm-hmm what was the book that... The subject line of this email is, My Side of the Mountain! Oh, yes, My Side of the Mountain. That's correct. Listening to the jet-lagged pod, Beth was talking about the kids who run away books and then referred to the boy on the side of the mountain who trains a falcon. To be fair, I was very jet-lagged. No, and no, also- she's yelling at me. No, Peter, not Call of the Wild, My Side of the Mountain. <laughs> I have a shredded copy from my childhood that my mom found in a box of my old things. When she sent it to me, I spent the afternoon rereading it and getting that nostalgic feeling of being a kid and fantasizing what it'd be like to have them all behind, to leave them all behind and make it on my own. (laughs) Oh man, what a great book. It is the ultimate kid fantasy that you could just leave your whole family, survive on your own, train a peregrine falcon to catch food for you on your side of the mountain side of the mountain 
Uh, that's what Bryn thinks when he talks to us. He's like, you idiots. I'm going to go live on the mountain. Just give me a hatchet <laughs> and I'll crash in a plane. It, did, it really warmed my heart to hear the title of the book. And I know exactly what she's feeling of like the, there's something so satisfying about like training a peregrine falcon or like having your own flipper. What? Like having your own pet, that wild animal that like you trained. Like a dolphin? Flipper? Yeah, like the TV show Flipper that we grew up with. Well, our parents grew up with it, and then we watched Nick at night. But yes, we did grow up with Flipper. Oh, my God. <sighs> Sorry, I can't, I can't let a thought go by. <laughs> you know? Um, I never read My Side of the Mountain, but I do know you that. You should part. read it now. You should read it to Bryn. Maybe I will. We got to finish the twits. Maybe it would make him more into his nature class and he wouldn't stop sneaking over to cooking. He hates his nature class. He had his nature class today and he goes, do I have to go to any more? I'm like, yeah, there's like six more. He's like, oh. I can't believe he hates it so much for someone who loves animals with every fiber of his being and loves animal facts. Because he's not seeing animals. He's just walking in the woods. I know, but whoever's running that class... I have to say, and I have no idea who you are. I don't think you're doing a good job. I don't know who you are, and I don't know how hard you're trying, but <laughs> drop dead. Whoever's running that cooking class that Bryn crashed, bravo. I have no I have no idea what he's doing in nature class. I'm sure it's fine. It's He it, won't tell me. Who knows what's happening? Not us. <laughs> We're strangers in our son's life. He's, he probably loves it when he's there. He's probably like, you're the coolest nature leader. Hey, nature leader. <laughs> you're the coolest. Uh, I got to go back to school so I can turn, you know, five o'clock and I can just hate everything again. Well, I'm sure when he's at nature class, he's like, oh, I don't want to go home to my parents. I love it. You ever pick him up and he's like, daddy, oh, I didn't want you to be here now. Yeah. Do you remember last year when he told the pre-K teacher, he was like, yeah, I go to two schools because <laughs> he goes to, because he went to daycare and pre-K and he was like, yeah, a long day. Oh boy, I had a long day. <laughs> you know what? I had a long day. I had a long day. Should we call it? Let's call it. This has been another episode of We Knows Parenting. If you would like to email us to tell us what book title we got wrong or to suggest a um, a book where boys do emotional labor or girls get to be nasty, um, you can email us at weknowspod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 347-384-3... Uh, Seven three nine six. <sighs> uh, did we already do this? Can you, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at We Knows Pod. Leave us a review and a rating. Subscribe. And if you, you want to say, "Ouch, this got me pregnant," or what's what should be the new thing, Beth? Say, I flippin' love this podcast. I flippin' love love this. I flippin' love you guys. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.